1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Nathan Patterson's moved on and now Rangers close in on James Sands from New York City. Who next for Celtic after moving early on their Japanese trio and former hoop striker Nadir Chiefji signs for St Johnston as Hibs also strengthen their attack. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight we've got Simon Donnelly and Alex Ray. Alex, still no football but Scottish football never stops. Teams looking at where they can strengthen Ahead of the second half of the season Yeah very much so And you mentioned James Sands Potentially coming in the next 24, 48 hours Gordon would be a replacement for Nathan Patterson Then we've obviously got the three Japanese players Going in But it'll be interesting to see who goes out Because there's obviously some surplus In both clubs as well You mentioned uh, Nadia Chiefchi Sid worked with him uh, many years ago Good to see him back in Scottish football Big character But we've also got the championship at the weekend Gordon And we'll uh, be looking forward to uh, the, the league resuming in a couple of weeks Chomping at the bit to get football back underway oh, in the top flight yet, Simon? Oh, definitely. But I mean, after today's, it doesn't look as if we're going to have many mm. fans in, you know, anytime oh, don't, soon. Sir, don't, don't, I know, don't. I know it's depressing. But uh, yeah, hopefully we get the football back and uh, we can start talking about that. But yeah, at this time of year, it's always interesting to see who's coming in and who's going out. 0141-951-1025. That is the number you need to get in touch tonight. So why not pick up the phone? And let us know what is on your mind You can tweet at Clyde SSB But it goes without saying we do Much prefer to speak to you on the phones It's been a lot about Nathan Patterson this week And moving on And Rangers fans It looks like James Sands may well uh, come into the club So you can give us your thoughts on that Celtic fans It's been quiet for the last few days Because the club did their business so early We've known about this Japanese trio So it's been a quiet couple of days But this is your invitation Why not use this chance to pick up the phone let us know how you feel the window's going so far. What else you think you still need? Maybe players that you want to see moved on? Uh, squad members that maybe need trimmed to make space or whatever your thoughts are ahead of the second half of the season. Now would be a good time to share it. 01419511025. What have you made of it so far? Simon, that the transfer window, a few a few big ones, a few notable pieces of business done? Yeah, obviously with the, the, the trio coming in at Celtic, I think that's going to really capture the imagination. I think on the back of the success of Kyogo and the manager knowing that pool so well, that league over there in Japan so well, and I think that will be a big thing moving forward for Celtic because I've seen clips of the, the lads, I'm not going to lie and say I know much about them, I've seen the clips and I know, and Alec will be the same, when you're a coach, you get handed these clips and you can make anybody look half decent. I'm still looking good enough, believe me. You know, but I do like what I see and it'll be interesting now to see if they can bring that into the Celtic team. Uh, I listened to a guy on Sky the other night giving us a wee bit of insight into it and they reckon the boy made I can more or less straight into the first team, which is good. And I don't think the other two are a million miles away. So it'll be interesting, you know, obviously Ange has trusted that you know, I think, and I think the success that Kyogo's had has just reaffirmed to him, mm. you know, this is worth having a look at again. And I think that's encouraged him to do the business so quickly, you know, go and get it three. There's maybe one to kick you off then, Celtic fans. If I put you on the spot, out of the Japanese trio, which one are you most excited about seeing? Which one do you think will fit into the team the best? Which one do you think will improve 
Celtic the most It goes without saying You'll hope that they're all Absolutely brilliant I've no doubt about that But out of the three I know you'll have been Doing your research You'll have been listening To shows like this And watching TV And searching them on YouTube So out of the three Which one are you most Excited about seeing And why Which one do you think Will complement the Celtic team The most And why Which one do you think Is going to go straight in there And make an impact Pick up that phone And let us know right now 01419511025 uh, and Alex Ray, yeah. last time we spoke to you, it was Nathan Patterson's probably going to go, and, and now he has, and yeah. things move very quickly in modern football, and Rangers look forward, and, and Nathan Patterson looks forward to the next stage in his career. Yeah, it's exciting times for the young man going down to England. Uh, Sid was down there as well as a young player, I was down there as well, young, so... He's got a lot to look forward to You know He didn't get as much match time He would have liked uh, He was part of a very successful team Last year Gordon And he's managed to win a title But When English Premiership comes calling You have to take that opportunity You know He's still very young He's playing uh, international On a regular basis as well Rangers have seems as if Got decent money for him And uh, it seems to be a win-win It's not often you get that You know Some players leave And there's a wee bit of Kind of animosity You know Most people within the Rangers ranks uh, Wish him all the best uh, right, come on then 01419511025 Whether it's a direct replacement or not Or someone who's versatile And co- can go in there It looks like James Sands will move to Rangers We'll get you the inside track on him A bit later on in the show But let's start with that Simon just created a talking point of his own Celtic fans Which of the Japanese trio Are you most excited about seeing And why? Which one do you think is going to go in there and, and make the biggest impact I repeat what I said I'm sure you hope all three will But there must be one That in particular You've looked at You've done your research And you think Looking forward to seeing this guy So pick up the phone And let us know right now 01419511025 um, Going to be interesting Simon What about you then You see you like what you've You've seen You've got Maeda Who's an attacking striker could Perhaps come off a side um, Some very interesting Quotes in, in the Scottish Sun today I don't know if you saw them From a, a guy called John Hutchinson Who's Ange Postacoglu's no. Old assistant manager And he said actually. Of, did, yes. of Maeda He says he's a physical beast yep. And he says he's never seen A player as physical In terms of repeat sprinting The guy's meant to be Perpetual motion Just constant Constantly on the go Very quick You've then got Rio Hatati Who's this versatile one That is Raising eyebrows Because he seems to play Absolutely everywhere Left back <clears> Left wing back Centre mid elsewhere um, And then Idaguchi A more sort of defensive Midfield type Which one is, is Taking your fancy the most? I think Maeda The striker No, su- <laughs> no surprises yeah. I'm picking the striker <laughs> Quite right uh, I just like what I see And you know Really encouraged with Kyogo coming in A breath of fresh air And you're talking about That perpetual motion And constant working And I think I think you'll get that Off all four of these guys To be quite honest with you But I think the big thing and the big bonus, I think, for Celtic is that Ange knows what he's getting with his, and I think he's been encouraged by the success of Kyogo. And I, I know it's only four or five months, uh, but he's he's shown very much technical player, but the work ethic as well. And I think that's what has encouraged him to get back into that market quickly and get the three. But I would say Maeda for me, I think, uh, is a really exciting one to to be mm. playing up top with Kyogo. What do you think? Do you agree or disagree with that, folks? So one four one nine five one one zero two five. Alex, you might not wish them the same success as, as Simon Donnelly does, um, but is there one in particular that, yes. that is taking your, your Ed, curiosity? Eddie Gucci, the boy was a lead. For me, he looks to be the one that has real quality. Um, 
when Simon was saying there that my header's like a fly machine sprinting in behind him, just getting the fear. I I, I can see <laughs> Kyogo all over again, and um, you know when you got the two guys. When when Simon was uh, mentioning this earlier on, and he was talking about um, you know these players, I was fascinated to see what the actual system again because he has been so rigid the way that he's played. He's played with the, the three midfielders. Mm. The two wingers, one will most certainly be Jota. Kyogo will most certainly take up the central berth. And I just wondering if Maeda comes off that right that yeah. right hand side. You know, yeah. they, obviously James <clears throat> Forrest is going to be coming back soon as well. Then you've got a badder. But again, it's another option because if, if Kyogo doesn't play through in the middle. So to answer your question, Gordon, uh, Eddie Gucci for me. Mm. And I'll be fascinated because if you want to play him at the base of the three, that allows McGregor to go forward one because Turnbull's not... Uh, He's going to be out for uh, yeah. what, two months or so So I think that, f- that fits in well I like, as I like McGregor further forward He, 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 can, personal, play he can play yeah. anywhere in the midfield But my personal preference getting I like forward. to see him getting further forward I think he's got that vision as we've seen before uh, He's got a goal in him as well Sid, Definitely has a goal in him So you know if this guy comes in And, and stamps his authority on that position Then it's, it's, it's all good for mm. Celtic There are no guarantees obviously But when you hear the type of player Maeda's supposed to be And his former assistant Saying he's never seen a player As physical In terms of The, the number of sprints and, and the way sprints That just sounds Exactly what Ange Postacoglu what Wants to do Doesn't it Because yeah. Kyogo does that Kind of Well he, no, he does do it In fact um, And there's the problem For Celtic That if Kyogo's not there The others don't do that A, a Yeti simply does not Jackie well, Macus We've not I seen a lot of them I felt when he picked up His injury uh, you know, a month or two into his, his tenure at Celtic, uh, the, the team lost something. They definitely lost something for a spark there. And that was my concern moving forward because Jackie Marcus has been stop start and there's not really been anybody there, you know, to fill that gap. So that's maybe thinking behind it as well, you know, so it, it's not all relying on Kyogo. Yeah. No, no, it makes it totally makes sense, Gordon, because as uh, Yakimatis, that's opening five or six months. He hasn't really featured. No. He hasn't got a run of games. For me, a Yeti may well actually go out the window. Yeah, I think he might go out the door. Uh, that may be the reason why they yes. brought this guy in. But you definitely need cover, uh, and and if he brings a like for like, he's got pace. He can go in behind. Uh, and he can repeat that on a regular basis, mm. then that makes sense. Come on, then, Celtic fans. Simon Donnelly's most excited to see Maeda. Alex Ray's most excited. Well. Excited, oh. curious uh, to see Idaguchi. Are <laughs> we getting any support out there for Rio Hatate, or do you agree with one of these? Who are you most excited to see out of the three Japanese signings? Which one do you think uh, will complement Celtic the most? Pozogs on Twitter. Uh, Maeda looks a class act on YouTube. The YouTube compilation is this where you go nowadays? Back in your, you, you'd have to just hear oh, about wait, this. Wait a minute, I've got a, a good have compilation. Yes, yeah, a montage. <laughs> Ali Ray montage. Uh, all over it. He says uh, electric pace, all sorts of goals, left, right, diving headers. Uses his speed uh, to get in front of defenders last minute. What do you think on the phones though? Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. I'm interested about Hatati as well, Alex. Yes. And, and we'll get to James Sands a bit later on. But interesting that versatility seems to, seems to be coming up Because for some people They might raise an eyebrow and go Okay, is he a jack of all trades, a master of none But by all accounts People who've seen this guy say He's very comfortable on the ball And whether it is left back or wing back Or, or midfield or whatever um, they, they seem to reckon he'll, he'll come yeah. over and do a good job Gordon, that the, having been in and around football for a long time The... You always get a guy, one or two players like that, you know, guys that can actually fit in it. And they, and they give you a steady 6-7 every week. The fact that he can play left back, left wing, 
I'm led to believe he can play striker as well now. Automatically, my my instincts are how, how I'm not I'm mean? not buying this, you know, because you're usually better at one or the other. Um, but the fact is that he can he's versatile. He can be used in several positions. You just never know when you need a player to fit in, Gordon. And because of the COVID, because of the injury situation, uh, sorry, the injuries mm. that teams get as well, then it's quite easy that you can uh, accommodate one or two players like that over the the squad. I think it's, I think he'll have a Ange knows these guys. And, and that's what I keep coming back to So I think he'll have in his head Where these guys are going to play uh, And it's really interesting that It's unusual as well I mean four Japanese players now at Celtic It's, mm-hmm. it's You know you're getting into different Networks and different pools of You know recruitment And I think it's it's good I think Van Bronckhurst at Rangers will be the same You know there'll be different avenues and doors That open for him because of his contacts This one seems to be a popular one for Ange And so far it's been successful Is that one way of Attempting to quick fix your your squad in the sense I think you know even the most optimistic Celtic fans that phone here Simon acknowledge that because of everyone who left it was going to take a few windows the depth is not quite there the way they want it to be at the moment so why not get a guy that can, can fill a couple of different holes you know yeah. and, and, and play left back you never know that might even be you might go in and start at left back all the time he might be the number yeah. one left back um, but therefore if you get an injury somewhere else he can move and, and, and it allows you to do that rather than you know, bringing someone in from from the cold who's miles out your your plans, but you're playing them because he's your only left back available, or he's your only midfielder available. Yeah, but they've all they're all relatively young as well, so they've, they've, I think they've all got futures in the game. And as I say, Angel Angel have an idea of where this guy's going to play. I don't think the left back position at Celtic's really been nailed, nailed down. down at all. I don't uh, think Taylor's secured that. They just gave him a new contract, haven't they, Taylor? Yeah, but I don't. Th- I know he's picked up a few injuries I think he, it was his shoulder was a problem recently but I, I don't think it's been nailed down I think it's still there but still again, up for grabs. this guy can play further forward as well you know it's as Alec touches on it's as a coach it's really positive that you've got players in your squad that you can you know fill gaps and fill gaps with quality uh, I mean John's on Twitter as well Rio Hatati for me Clever player Can play anywhere Strong for his size Can score headers Free kicks What else do you think Celtic will add Or look to Anything Anymore I just Keep listening to my son He keeps coming through And giving me names After names After <laughs> he? names Aye he, he knows Where's he getting the face Where's No idea No idea We've been out for a walk today And he's talking about The boy Wolf In Germany mm-hmm. Never Don't know him. Austrian Attacking Austrian. midfielder But uh, I don't know I, I, Listen I was I said at the start of the season I think sometimes Celtic Rangers You look at the, the performers In your own division And Hibs won't thank me for it But I, I still think Martin Boyle Is at the top of his game 27-28 uh, I think he'd be a good addition But again I don't know if These guys are going to be Well that's, that's the question Because Jota's Going to come back You've got these guys here The quality James Forrest James Forrest That will come back Abada yeah, I, I just don't see him coming in off that right hand side because he a badder. Mm. Forrest, you're quite strong there. Yeah. You've got you've got numbers. So, but listen, I think did he not score twenty? Is it twenty four goals he got in last calendar year? Is that right, Gordon? Did I pick that up right? I, I I'm sure you did. I know you're the stats. I was man. going to see my son come in and tell me say, but don't <laughs> lie. Uh, let's go to the phones. Laurie is a Celtic fan on the line. Any of the three in particular jumping out for you, Laurie? I think all three will prove good acquisitions. The one that impresses me most. And I think the one that's most sorely needed will be Maeda. And the reason I say that is he just got back a couple of weeks ago there when Kyogre was missing in Paisley against St Martin. And that just demonstrated, it was patently clear, 
just how much uh, we're lacking uh, up front when Kyogo's no playing. Uh, Mikey Johnson, tricky player, flatters to deceive, but he's never a centre-forward. Uh, so Maida, to me, uh, is the one uh, who will uh, make probably the, the, the best impact. Uh, the other thing that I would say, guys, is that I would like to see a signing uh, a, a ball-playing midfielder who can put his fit in the ball and slow things down a wee bit. Just take time out on occasions uh, to provide a wee bit of composure uh, and slow down uh, things uh, a wee bit. Yeah, I mean, Laurie's making a strong case for Maeda. Um, Simon Donnelly, I think that that all makes sense. You wouldn't necessarily disagree because the availability of Kyogo has been one of the main talking points, really, for the last few months. Yeah, and just goes back to what we were saying a, a couple of minutes ago. I think when he was out the team, uh, certainly early on the season didn't have that energy. Uh, he came back in, scored some great goals in Europe, pulls up at McDermott again with a hamstring, which is a wee bit of a concern because those injuries can you know, drag on. But thankfully he's got a wee bit of time now. But yeah, uh, if this guy's like for like, or Ange can see them you know, Together. a foil... Uh, then great But I think he's Definitely boosted That position Because I don't think Jackie Marcus Through injury I don't think Ayeti You know Bring the same level of quality So yeah Excellent Fascinated Alex At the yeah. description Again this is not me Or anyone else saying He's definitely going to be brilliant But I'm talking about the description This idea that he Sprints all the time Never stops I don't know if you saw the stat You know he had like The most sprints In the in the J League But it was It was like Way more than double the guy who was next You know who was in second yeah. place And it, make, it makes you Interested to see Because we can be quite I'm not sure if lazy is the right word But we always hear generalisations Ah but You know Quick players in behind At Celtic and Rangers Teams sit back You don't get space in behind And that that can be a problem yeah. But has Kyogo shown That that sort of Perpetual Motion yeah. It's not all about Getting in behind <sighs> Listen we've seen even so much Even he does do that No listen we've seen so much And even when they are Playing deep Gordon I think if even if you go back no, it wasn't Kyogo against St Johnson the last game that the Celtic played in the league uh, Tom Rogic is a perfect foil just to kind of thread little balls down the side and if you've got guys movement it doesn't matter if you know because of the, the, the weight of the pass the execution he just puts it on a plate yeah. you know so it's, it's going to be wave helps, after wave It helps the midfielders I always felt with playing, with playing that deeper role Good players making good runs It helped you It made your job easier I, I, th- I think at the moment I still think watching Celtic Kyogo is making good runs But he's not getting picked out All the time And I think that will come You know the, the longer These the understanding guys understanding yeah. Because I go back to A guy I played with myself George Cadet yeah. He just played in the last man All the time Made great runs But made your job A hundred times easier Because he would just slide mm. them As you see yeah. Down the side yeah. And even if it was A little bit too f- They had the pace to get there yeah. And I think that's what Kyogo's mm. brought to it But I think they still get more there You know When he builds up relationships Because it's clever players He's got behind them Sure But I think sometimes He makes it and they, they haven't quite seen it Yeah Laurie, Sorry Laurie makes an interesting point there About you know He wants to see a ball playing midfielder He'll have to be some player To take over Callum McGregor's yeah. uh, shoes Because this season No listen he, said, Even if you look back At the last two seasons Last yeah. year wasn't great for Callum It was probably the uh, The most inf- uh, Sorry Least influential time that he'd had 65 games last year Gordon He's currently played 36 So in a year and a half He's played over 100 games yeah. And I don't see You know what Sid says He likes to play them forward He's the guy That slows things down Speeds things up And gets a tempo going He can play through the lines Really quickly So to get a player Of the calibre That Laurie wants to come Through the door 
to take his position I just don't see it happening No No I think McGregor's been mm. Again But I think it just the reason I'm saying this season is because he probably had his worst season last year, but yeah. he was in a team that Celtic was doing that, yeah. Celtic were struggling, but he's been fantastic again. And leading, you know, got the captaincy now, different one to Bruni, leading by example. They're just, as you say, controlling the games. He's been, he's been in mm. top form. Laurie, you mentioned you're excited or looking forward to seeing Maeda. Do you think the manager will try and find a way of playing him and Kyogo, or is this going to be a neither or? How do you see it panning out? I think he'll probably uh, use the guy as a foil uh, for Kyogo. Uh, incidentally, uh, just what Alex uh, had said there, uh, the first name I would have penciled in my team sheet would be Callum McGregor. Uh, he's a mainstay. Uh, he does both roles uh, very well uh, defensively uh, and going forward. I'm talking about a guy, I realise, you know, there's only 10 outfield players, uh, but I'm talking about a guy, uh, ideally, for me, who can send a ball upfield with slide rule precision and just put his foot in the ball uh, and look for opportunities uh, up front. Callum at times uh, I think is a, he's a kind of cohesive player. He, he tries to link up uh, between the, the midfield and defence and a lot of his passes are, are safety first because he's an organiser. I'd like somebody maybe just a wee bit more adventurous. Oh, I can tell by the looks oh. on the face of Alex Laurie, Ray Laurie. that he, he agrees to disagree, Laurie. 01419511025. <laughs> Good time for you to call. Get your thoughts in. Uh, we're going to get the inside track on Rangers' potential new signing as well. We'll do that next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Alex Ray and Simon Donnelly are here They're all waiting for your calls 0141-951-1025 And you can get in touch on Twitter At Clyde SSB Now much of the week Has been dominated by Nathan Patterson Moving from Rangers to Everton It now looks like Rangers will turn their attentions And try and get a body in James Sands from New York City uh, Described as a versatile youngster 21 year old uh, and I'm pleased to say joining us on the show To give you the inside track on him Is Tom Bogart Who's an MLS journalist, a writer Tom, thank you for joining us uh, Hope you are well Give us a, a bit of an insight In what type of player James Sands is Hey guys, yeah, thanks for having me um, Yeah, James Sands is A very versatile player As you kind of put off the top um, He's not somebody who's going to Jump off the screen or jump off the field In terms of, you know, physicality Or physical attributes Or, I guess, you know, dazzle you with passing range or, you know, these brilliant little touches. But something that you'll very quickly come to appreciate about James Sands is that he so rarely makes mistakes. And you'd think he's a 28-year-old. He's been like this since his professional debut. Like even even he he made his his first minutes for NYCFC were in a friendly uh, as a 16-year-old um in Brazil or, or somewhere in South America where there was you know 40 or 50,000 uh, uh fans there for a friendly and he's on the field next to you know Pirlo and David Villa. And the 16-year-old kid looks like a 28-year-old man, just so calm and collected. And, and you, you watch him once and you go, that's a pretty good player. And, and it doesn't really jump out of you. And then you watch him five times in a row and you go, wait a minute, this kid's really good. Everything he does is right. He's tactically an A+. And just he, he, he does things that help you win games. He does things that, again, aren't going to jump off the screen. He's not somebody flying in with a last-ditch tackle or pinging a 50-yard a uh, lofted through ball onto a winger's foot. But... You, your appreciation grows for him the more you watch him and, and the more good he does and, and the less you notice him, even if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, the word versatile does keep coming up. To, to what extent, what, what positions are we talking about here? 
So Sands is a defensive midfielder who can play really well as a center back in a back three. Uh, I think that's probably his best position, but teams obviously don't always play with three in the back. He's able to play as a center back in a back four. I don't necessarily love that, but uh, he, he's, he's proved that he's capable. He's played a little bit of right back this year. NYCFC's um, best 11 caliber right back got hurt towards the end of the season and they threw him out there and I had no idea that he could play there and I didn't think that his qualities would lead to being a good right back. But again, because his brain, his intelligence, his, his tactical knowledge is an A+, plus, he did well there. I hope in Rangers that he'll fit kind of as a defensive midfielder, somebody who's not, you know, not, not a pure destroyer, but he can do work defensively and maybe somebody who's not a pure regista, but who can do a lot of great things in deep line playmaking and, you know, building out possession sequences from, uh, from, you know, defensive midfield. So Rangers have just moved on a young right back for multi-million pound deal to, to Everton. So putting two and two together, some people would question, could this be a, a solution as a backup right back? So based on what you're saying, it, it's possible and it may happen, but not necessarily a first choice position. I really hope not. I, I love James Sands as a player and I see him. I hope that he plays six. I would be fine if they put him at center back as a ball playing center back. He can do a job at right back, but man, I really hope that that's not the plan. <laughs> of course, he comes from a team with a manager who knows all about Scottish football and football in Glasgow. How has this news been received? Was it always expected James Sands would come over to Europe and, and try his luck uh, what, what sort of level did you think he would he would go for yeah um, I've been reporting on him for a while um, as of last year I wrote a feature on him and was talking to folks and the expectation was within a year or maybe maybe 18 months at the most his contract was running down he could have been a free agent right now and theoretically either gotten himself a bigger payday or the freedom to go sign wherever he wanted to but local kid he was the first ever academy product to debut for the first team for NYCFC as, as a club that was established in 2015. He's from New York. He's he's a kid that loves the club and, and appreciates their development. So he signed a five-year contract extension last year with the you know agreement slash you know trust that they would move him on hopefully this winter if if the right opportunity rose uh, arisen. Rose, one of those two. So, you know, I, I I write words for a living. I talk for a living, something like that. Um, but yeah, he's he's somebody who's, this was the expectation. And again, people weren't talking enough about him. And I was trying to kind of bridge that gap and that people need to pay attention to this kid. And maybe because this deal is going to be structured as a loan with a purchase option that we're still not talking enough about him. But the level that I saw Matt was, you know, I, I think Rangers is a good fit for him. I thought it was going to be, you know, either mid table in the Bundesliga or, you know, a, a, a bigger club in a smaller league. And I don't mean that disrespectfully. I mean, you know, Rangers, a Celtic, uh, a Club Bruges, an Anderlecht, a, a PSV. That was kind of the level I saw him at. And I think that this will work really well for him because he's going to get Europa League and, and European experience. And then he'll be able to play in winning sides for Rangers in, in league play rather than, say, being in a relegation fight in Germany or, you know, a mid-table team in France. We like to think we are a fairly unique footballing environment where the, especially in Glasgow, second is nowhere. You have to win every game. The spotlight is on you. The expectation, the pressure, those games against Celtic when crowds are allowed in, of course. Um, me mentality wise, how do you think he, he'll, he'll handle that type of challenge? You'll think that he's just running around on, you know, an 11 aside Sunday game. He's going to be so cool and, and calm and collected. And again, like that, I, I brought up that anecdote about they, they knew that he was talented. They knew that he had a good brain. They knew that he had good maturity. 
But when they saw him again, 60,000 fans in Brazil, when he's, you know, standing next to some of these, you know, legends of the game and theoretically in a game that doesn't matter, it's a friendly, who cares? You know, you, everybody knows that you're just there for fitness and, and trying to put together some performances. And he, you know, was, was not phased. And that's what he would be like in a world cup final. That's what he was like when he made his world cup qualifying debut for the United States national team, every level he gets to, he's, you wouldn't know what, what the, what the stakes are. You wouldn't know nothing affects him. Um, and that's not to say he's a robot and emotionless, but in the best possible way of that scenario, you know, he, he gets up for big games, obviously he gets stuck into tackles. He, his motor's always going, but he's, he's got this kind of even keeled about him, this, this poise that again, beyond his years. And, and he's had this since his MLS debut. Now, before we let you go, I'm putting you on the spot here. So feel free to tell me this is not your area uh, of expertise. But it just occurred to me we do have another uh, American international in Glasgow at the moment in Cameron Carter-Vickers. He's on loan uh, at Celtic and lots of talk this week about Celtic trying to make that a, a permanent deal. The Celtic fans like what they've seen so far. Is he a player that you're still able to keep an eye on over in the States? Yeah, I try to as much as I can. And I try to, you know, because he is he hasn't been with the national team for a little bit, but he's still on the radar. And he's somebody that, you know, he's obviously got bags of talent and potential. And, you know, this move to Celtic has been a godsend for him, like just being able to play regularly at a very good team and being able to just have a home. And, and I really hope and it, it'd be shocking to me if, if Tottenham and Celtic couldn't figure out a permanent deal. But for his own development and for his own you know career, like this has been so great for him. And, and I really hope that he gets to stay in, on a permanent deal. Tom, it was lovely to speak to you. Thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, hopefully we'll catch up soon. Yep, thanks for having me. Good man. That was Tom Bogart, MLS journalist and writer, giving you a very detailed and well put across inside track on James Sands. Alex Ray, did you like what you what you heard? Yeah, well, it's always interesting to hear someone who knows a boy, uh, Gordon. Uh, it's interesting he's a full international already. Versatile The interesting thing Out of that whole bit By Tom there was He says he doesn't really See him as a right back You know Everyone here Has actually put him in As the automatic Replacement If Tavernier doesn't make it But the fact is That he can play In several positions I like the fact That he's actually Come through uh, You know The New York City You know They won the league last year So he knows what, A bit of pressure He knows what Winning the league's all about And it, listen Whatever You come from a, a a team like New York to the to Glasgow, which Sid and I are born and bred here, it is totally unique, and it's how you kind uh, of ingrate yourself to that situation. You know, and he says he's very kind of relaxed, he's calm. I think all these things he's going to need it in abundance because the expectations at Rangers far outweigh anything that uh, yeah. New York City is going to do. It's always interesting though, Simon, because we, we like doing that. We like <clears> getting <throat> the inside track. We can't pretend we've seen every player. And Tom spoke ever so well. It, it will always just be. You know, one man's opinion Yes it's an informed opinion But you never know Giovanni Van Bronckhorst Might really see something in him To suggest that he can go And be the stand in right back We've seen Calvin Bassey Sort of developing as a, a centre back You know, th- that It happens in football doesn't it A, a fresh pair of eyes Just yeah, possi- thinks something yeah, different Possibly uh, As I say it's, it's, it's a good little bit of insight there He sounds like a cool customer The kid He's only 21 But he's been around about the first team Since 16, 17 yeah. Uh, he's played for the international team He's worked with some experience I know Vieira was there Rated him highly uh, So yeah it, it sounds as if it's a good addition For, for, for Rangers uh, It'll be interesting to see Where he plays The, the clips that I looked at When I was watching earlier on He obviously played more central mm-hmm. So Maybe Van Bronckhurst Will see him as, as Some Position on the right there But 
Listen to Tom's words yeah. I think he thinks He's more effective as a, as a Have you not been out Over Christmas now I said you seem to be Watching a lot of YouTube You should uh, be stuck in For 10 days Just, just before Christmas for the, for the night. Uh, Let's see He's a professional Doesn't <laughs> just turn up Like some of you uh, Right Jeffrey's a Rangers fan Just listening to that Jeffrey J- James Sands Is that a player that You think could come And fit into Rangers yeah, I've got another Couple of points But we'll sure. talk about that first um, I've actually I, I've got The Satellite television, and occasionally I watch MSL football, and I do sort of recognise the name, but I haven't seen much of him. I mean, the games that the one or two games that I have seen, he looks a good player. Um, I'm also saddened to hear that Nathan's away to Everton, but I wish him all the best um, in his in his new playing career. Um, I don't know. I mean, I have to wait. We we'll have to wait and see. Um, Right. Um, Certainly has a sort of imminent-ish look about it, Alex. I always you know, hold back just because football's weird and you never really know different stumbling blocks. But it certainly looks like it is one Rangers will will look to make happen sooner rather than later. I would I would think so, Gordon. I think the fact is that Giovanni's already on record as well was saying that they were obviously going to have a break and then it was obviously getting back to work. He wants to implement his ideas. I think over the course that Giovanni has actually been at the club, he's not, he's not had more than two days and they leading up to games And in that time He's been trying to prep them <clears throat> For what the opposition does How they're going to expose that uh, And then nullify their uh, strengths as well So by doing that You don't have any time To actually spend on the training ground The, the quicker you get players uh, Into the squad Into the environment Then you can start going to work And I, I would expect to try and get your players done early Because listen I think was it's less than two weeks now Before uh, you know yeah. the back up and run. Uh, what else then, transfer wise, Jeffrey? What else is catching your eye? Well, there's nothing in the transfer market, but my understanding is when Giovanni Van Bronckhurst signed for Rangers to be the new manager, there was a thing in the papers about certain Dutch players um, coming to Highbrook. You know, with with his um, influence mm-hmm. in, in Holland. And also, I would like to know what's happening with Conor Golston. Is he going to be a Rangers player next season? If not, um, should we get rid of him as soon as possible? I mean, to my knowledge, I don't think, as far as I know, there's any imminent Dutch signings, Alex. Sometimes people will put two and two together when when a new manager's announced. And that may happen in the future. Just saying, if it's happening right now, it's not one that we've we've really heard of. So it would be quite difficult to comment on that. What about Jeffrey's final point about Conor Goldson? Listen, I'd be really surprised if Rangers sold him in the window. Uh, however, you know, you never know if someone comes in with a decent offer, they may well look at that. There's a boy Danilo Avites uh, that they're kind of looking at at the moment as well, who's out of contract in the summer, Gordon. So if you can maybe get a deal to do that, but I just think because of Conor Goldson's influence on this team. Now he came out a couple of weeks ago Was it what, the, the, the semi-final And he was very critical of uh, the, the performance And what was going on And the hunger and so forth And from that point They've really kicked on So you know Hindsight's a good thing He took a wee bit of battering uh, But actually Kind of Mouthing off at that particular time May well have helped the dressing room It might have spurted a few into life uh, Personally I would like to see him Resign I think for me he's one of the standout. You look at Steven Gerrard, you know, was it 52 European games? He played 51 and it was because of a COVID situation he didn't play the other one. So it just shows you he brings a range of passing that a lot of the centre-halves don't have in Scotland either because he can play that raking pass left and right. So for me personally, I would like to see him re-signing. 
Uh, thank you Jeffrey. 0141 It was good to get the inside track there uh, From the States on James Sands What did you make of what you heard Rangers fans, Celtic fans We're still looking for which of the three Japanese players You're most excited to see in the hoop So 0141 You could be up next 0141 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Simon Donnelly and Alex Ray are here 0141 On the phones Or at Clyde SSB on Twitter You've done the unthinkable Alex George has sent us a tweet And he says There's our first I never thought I would agree with Alex Ray Over a Celtic supporter But he's bang on Regarding Callum McGregor Never get anybody To replace him in midfield For me Easily the best player in the league Now I, I don't know if, I, if Alex Will then agree with you In that last part George We'll be, we'll be here all night uh, But there you go You've managed to find Some sort of common ground uh, Paul is on He says I think it's a no-brainer Jota Kyogo And Maeda up top for Celtic Idiguchi in for Turnbull And Hatati uh, At left back Well the the, the one about uh, Idiguchi For me I'm led to believe He is a holding midfielder So for, for to sacrifice Turnbull what, What's Turnbull in? Mm. Nine goals? Eight, nine goals already? Well, I mean to be fair That could Two things Maybe move Callum McGregor forward And secondly Whether Paul might just mean because Turnbull's out yeah. injured for the for the no, next I already, I already said they may well put Edigucci mm. as a sitter, put Turnbull forward, Rogic, McGregor. Uh, sorry McGregor. So the, the flexibility within these midfield, and I think as Sid said earlier on, he prefers McGregor one forward. Uh, I think he's equally as good, and I actually think if you want someone, and I, I disagreed with Laurie earlier on, if you want someone to play through the lines at pace, with no disrespect to Scott uh, Brown. Callum McGregor's at a different level with that because as soon yep. as he gets on the half turn, he's looking to probe all the time. The prime example of that would have been in the final when he pops one over the mm-hmm. top, yep. you know, and that's what he's constantly looking to do: play forward at pace. Yep. Someone also tweeted to ask why you keep calling him Sid. I just thought that was widely known that that was that was it's your his, nickname. It's his nickname, nickname yes. Yeah. Nah, we're not going down that road no. tonight, are we? No, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> I, th- I think we've, we've been there. But... He, he looks like Sid James. <laughs> <the> carry on <laughs> movies. Right, so one four one nine five one one zero two five. Ian. Is a Celtic fan Need to see these guys Ian We've not not seen them in the, in the flesh It's YouTube compilations But What are you making of Of Celtic's business so far? I've watched them I've watched them in the league um, I knew they were coming in But I didn't I didn't say too much Because You don't want to end up With egg in your face You know what I mean? Uh, until you see them in a A Celtic jersey And now the three of them Are there now Doing a Ange Postacoglu um, what have you made of them then? If you've been you know, doing your, your scouting, doing your homework, what have you made of them? Cracking players. I mean, I heard the boys talking about uh, the Tabby show. The boy Hitati can play in numerous positions, which is true, he can play in numerous positions. Um, and I, w- I would use him, I would use Hitati in a back four with two. Where a four, like a four, a two, a one, and a three. Is that right? That's, that's ten on it. <laughs> you've got Alex Ray. you yeah. Alex Ray holding up his his he's, fingers he, here. He's fourteen fingers. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it was three. Yeah. Four, four two, and, three, and one. You, yeah. So if you, you, you could you could t- you could you can t- change that to a three and put Hitati in along with Adaguchi, Rogic, and. McGregor's further forward Just half the back Of the, the Centre forwards Which will be Jota Right wing 
Maeda and Kyogo on the left. But I mean, you can change that. But no, I mean, I'm I'm really I'm really really happy because it's it's a uh, Hatati reminds me of yeah uh, Nakamura uh, when Nakamura came to Parkhead. Is he the one you're most excited to see? No, Maeda's the the one. Uh, being a an ex striker myself, uh, the, the the guy plays a, a very very high line. You you seen it, the uh, uh, guys Simon Alec at a cup final. Yeah. How high a line, uh, Kyogo played, um, and don't take nothing away for Cal McGregor. Had a fantastic season. Alec hit a nail on the head. Over a hundred games in a year and a half. That's that's amazing. That's athleticism at the highest, uh, and he's kept himself uh, in great shape. Be injury here and there, but the pass for McGregor, uh, take a yogo. But it was the it was the touch, Simon. You've been an excellent forward yourself. Yeah, just like Wait. Ian, we're in good company here. The touch was different class. The touch was uh, top top drawer. And the coolness of the finish as well. The goal was was a fantastic. Both his goals were great. Uh, and I think you look at him. Was it Ferring Varos at home as well when the drill passed his yeah, yeah. He's got this kind of coolness in front of goal. Doesn't seem to panic. And just what I was saying earlier on, though, McGregor. It's a fantastic pass. But I think I think there's still more to come there because when you're watching Kyogo in the flesh, he's making these runs continuously. On the shoulder Try to get in behind McGregor that time Found him beautifully uh, But I think there's a lot more To come for that mm. Ian I think Understandably Celtic fans are all Very excited about it And uh, look, looking forward To seeing what these players Can offer Is is there ever such a thing Of having Signing too many players From a, from a same league I, I don't know Is that is that A, a potential concern Or is, is that a case by case basis Is that me Gordon Yes Oh I, I, I thought you were talking to Simon and Alec here because it, it just went out quick, you know. Um, no, it's not because it, it makes the reputation of Asian football globally. It's 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 it's. I mean, you look at you look at the English Premiership or the English Premier League. You look at the uh, Bundesliga. The, the Asian football is everywhere, and 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 the quality is fantastic, and I just. I don't, maybe you can clarify this. Maeda and Idaguchi, or Maeda and Hatati, being let off for this current cup friendly against Venezuela. Can you clarify that? I must admit, I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. Uh, I knew, obviously, when things changed with the league, that there was suggestions that Kuyogo and Rogic could miss games, but I still I would need that confirmed. I'm not sure. Yeah, well, that's going to be an interesting couple of weeks on. On that front We've got the African yeah. Cup of Nations as well Everyone seems to be getting Worked up in the English Premier League About that So we, we're getting the The effects of that one um, As well But How key do you think it is Alex That Celtic did that As early as possible yeah. um, Just to give you that Extra couple of weeks Because it will be It is a culture yeah. change and, and that's why I think that's why So many people are Admiring what Kyogo's done Because it's not just about football It's about the fact that it's a guy that's come over here Completely <clears throat> different culture Completely different language New dressing room And he's performed like that So 
um, important to get these guys in early and, and get that process up and running I think most Celtic fans will be looking for the other three guys to have the same impact Gordon yeah. because as, as Simon said when, you, when you're signing players from a different culture uh, because as I said earlier on Eddie Gucci went to Leeds And it didn't quite happen for him Gordon So you, you know, you've seen players come and go and, and obviously Ian's on the line saying When you look across the whole of Europe There's a lot of Japanese A lot of Chinese players Playing at that uh, various levels So it's about getting them settled Into the, the squad Now I think when Ange Postacoglu said That we're going to work for home He says it gives us an opportunity To work with the team And I think most managers Would want that over that period Yeah Okay, thank you, Ian. It was nice to speak to you. It takes us up to time for this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. A shocking, abysmal start to the new year from our pundits. They've played two and they've lost two. Alex shocking. Ray was responsible for one of them. Gordon DL was responsible for the other. And you could make it a hat trick. Let's see how long we can keep this losing run. For the pundits going into the new year It's 0141 951 1025 And you need to call before 7 o'clock Tackle the headlines 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Simon Donnelly and Alex Ray are here You can get in touch on 0141 951 1025 Sometimes timing is everything We just spoke to Tom uh, From the United States Giving us the inside track on potential Rangers signing James Sands Well Rangers one minute ago Have confirmed the signing of James Sands It's an 18 month loan agreement Subject to a work permit And international clearance uh, But Rangers have that option uh, To buy him An exclusive option uh, to buy him So I'm glad we gave you the inside track About 20 minutes ago Rangers fans let us know what you think 01419511025 Good discussion about where uh, Celtic's Japanese trio fits in So keep your calls coming on that and we always like to shine a light on some bits of Scottish football that doesn't get the attention it deserves when the winter break comes around. I'm going to speak to some someone that you'll really enjoy listening to. I can guarantee you of that. We'll do that after this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Right, the pundits are having a nightmare. Too much indulgence <laughs> over Christmas, too many cheese boards. Too much, I don't know, whatever. Well, it can't be too much fizz for you, Alex Ray. You, no. You turned that stuff in a long time ago. I don't know what Simon Donnelly's been up to, but we need to get the pundits back on track. I hope it doesn't happen. I hope the listeners keep going for as long as they can. But two nights of the new year and two victories for the listeners. Graham is in Oban. Are you confident of making it three out of three, Graham? Um, hopefully Hopefully keep the run going That's a good answer Because you don't want to get in too strong You know And then you get egg in your face If it goes wrong But you sound like You know your stuff I will toss the coin If it's heads Graham You will take on Simon Donnelly And if it's tails We'll get a derby going Because Graham's a Celtic fan uh, And you'll be up against Alex Ray Who's got some re- redemption On his mind after Monday night <laughs> It is tails <laughs> Oh no <laughs> Twice in one week would be quite something. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Celtic Rangers. Celtic Rangers. Oh dear, no fun game. Let's give Alex. Hold on, my hamstring's a bit tight. I've not got over that hamstring holiday, Gordon. Let's give Alex Ray some Clyde two to listen to, uh, and we'll set up the clock. Graham, we're going to give you thirty seconds. Just answer as many questions right as you can. What's happening in here? Well, that's fine. You can just take your headphones off, and you can. Oh, Whitney Houston as well. I can hear that. I'll turn that off, right. Okay, uh, Graham, 30 seconds. 
Answer as many as you can And if you don't know Pass quickly And we'll move on Okay Okay Right 30 seconds Your time starts Now <sighs> Name any player Rangers signed in last year's January window um, Pass Scott Sinclair joined Celtic From which side um, Aston Villa How many trophies did Tommy Wright win as St Johnston manager? Two Who's got more appearances for Rangers, Eaton or Katic? Katic Who did Scott Brown replace as Celtic captain? Uh, Neil Lennon Who's got the most international caps out of the current Celtic squad? Um, McGregor Okay Um Let's bring back Alex why is, why is Whitney Houston so loud tonight? Usually I can't really hear uh, What the guys are listening Are you enjoying that? Did you have that cranked up? Whitney <laughs> Whitney Houston what, what song was it again? I Wanna Dance with Jim Duffy I Wanna Dance with Jim Duffy I thought that right, okay uh, Alex, same set of questions to you 30 seconds on the clock Go And your time starts now Name any player Rangers signed in last year's January window uh, Pass Scott Sinclair joined Celtic from which team? Chelsea How many trophies did Tommy Wright win as St Johnston manager? One Who's made more appearances for Rangers, Eaton or Katic? Eaton uh, Who did Scott Brown replace as Celtic captain? Uh, pass Who's got the most international caps in the current Celtic squad? McGregor Who were the first English side to win a domestic treble? Man United Okay, what's the verdict, Graham? I was desperate. Oh, it's going to be a close shot, I think. I want his draw. Going to be interesting. Simon, are you glad you avoided it tonight? I think I did all right. Yeah. Right, okay. We'll, we'll see. Um, we'll see. If if Simon's the only one in here to get the player that Rangers signed in last year's January window, I'll be impressed. Scott Wright. Oh, knows his stuff, this guy. Aye, right, aye. Scott Wright or Jack Simpson. Right, okay. Um, so nil nil. Scott Sinclair joined from Aston Villa. Graham goes one nil oh. in front. However. Tommy Wright won the Scottish Cup And that was it Quite, quite a yeah. good haul to be fair um, So you equalise straight away Who's got more appearances for Rangers? Eaton or Katic? Eaton's got 42 Katic has got 59 Oh wow So Graham goes 2-1 oh. in front I know what you did there What? You thought it was Katic But you thought they're only asking me that So I'm going to go for the obscure one You tried I, to second I, guess the I, question I, I, genuinely, I genuinely did you know Nah, I'm not having that I think I, th- I thought it was obviously Katic In fact, I'm surprised it's only 17 So maybe I'm talking nonsense Scott Brown, who did he replace as Celtic captain? So what would that go back to? 2019? Uh, uh, 12? Something Seven. like uh, 10, sorry, 10 2010 Stephen McManus Oh, big man yeah, so, so it's still Is it still 2-1? 2-1, yeah I didn't um, know one Who has got the most international caps From the current Celtic squad? You said Callum McGregor Now I hate to break it to you Graham said Callum McGregor So either way You're done None of you were right James Forrest Joe Hart Joe Hart Of course Of course he says 75 England caps Not bad at all I was was thinking Scottish there That was where I was going wrong (laughs) Definitely wrong Uh, Other notable Rogic 51 McCarthy 43 Beaton 37 But it is Joe Hart Which means Graham You win 2-1 The same ball is on its way And for the second Time in a week Alex I, Ray I, has Listen I've resigned To gain up this season oh, I've already threw a towel in Well done Graham Good man Well done Graham Happy to you mate Brilliant That was Graham um, In Oban From Blackburn I think I've got too much information uh, On my screen here did you, did you know Alex Ray was joint top 
of the twenty 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 beat the pundit. And and he's now bottom. bottom. The demise. I don't oh, know. Why. The demise. Do you know he can't play in front of crowds. So that's what everyone keeps saying. <laughs> so, I'm resting on my laurels. Honestly. I thought the Rangers have won in the league last year as well. Only two pundits who everyone last year said. I've just went yeah, to bits when you, this when, year. You, when you predict that like ten years in a row, and then no, eventually no, no, it comes. Celtic about three or four years ago. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> just checking. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five on the phones. Alex, I did say we timed it. Beautifully We don't always get it right We <coughs> thought that James Sands Might sign soon for Rangers yeah. We got the inside track From Tom over in the States And it has been confirmed At 7 o'clock He is now a Rangers player Yeah listen It, it looked as if They were pursuing him There was a lot of noise In the, the media Gordon 18 months It's an opportunity For the boy to settle in Between now uh, And the summer uh, I, would, I would imagine And I'm not trying to Jump the gun That you know He will just be finding his way Similar to uh, Scott Wright last year You know Finding his way to get in the team Seeing what the the, the the standard is He obviously will be pushing To try and be a number one But because of the quality The Rangers have I would be really surprised If he came in as a, a starter But Listen he, he will fancy his chances to, to come in and try and make Some sort of impact 01419511025 To get in touch on the phones Now we've got something A bit different for you Something that is uh, Very important Something that we Wanted to use the opportunity Sometimes it's the winter break And we're not quite getting caught up In all the usual madness And arguing And moaning about referees And all the usual And people who've listened For the last few years Will know we try When the winter break comes around To maybe shine a light On parts of Scottish football That don't get the The praise The attention They deserve Whether it's Grassroots football Or well And then that's a quite An all encompassing term or, or maybe It was the old junior leagues Or, or amateur football Or whatever it is We always try and shine yeah. a light On bits of Scottish football uh, That don't quite get the credit uh, They deserve And I'm delighted to say I'm joined on the line uh, At the moment By Kieran Now Kieran is a Scotland international At Power Chair Football uh, And Kieran's got quite a story to tell And he's very very passionate about power chair football So for people who don't know what it is And I know the name's on the tin a bit Kieran, Tell us what power chair football is That was quite the introduction there Gordon I don't know if we're going to do well <laughs> oh, You'll be fine um, No power chair football is The best sport you, you don't know about um, It's a four side game And there's, there's, It's very similar to five sides But there's a couple of different rules We have certain rules you have So you, you don't all go to the ball at the one time And um, for example, there's a two v one rule where only one player can go towards the ball, so that it's, it keeps everyone team meters apart, so that, so that it encourages everyone to pass the ball out and play proper football. Um, so that's one of the rules. The second rule that kind of is different from your mainstream game is you can't have three defenders in the box, so it's only the goalie and one defender in the box, which allows for more goals to be scored, basically. And I think that you know I've been playing the sport for ten plus years. Which is feels like I feel quite old saying that, um, but it's evolved so much. And seeing the difference that it's made to people's lives. What difference has it made to your life, Kieran? Then that that seems like a good place to start. What difference has it made to your life? How did you come into the sport? Oh, I think we've lost Kieran. The signals. Going a little bit We'll try and get him back Alex Ray As a, as a great introduction yeah, yeah, The best sport you've never heard of He says yeah. No listen it's really interesting Because I, I genuinely haven't heard of This sport Gordon It's interesting the rules You have a 2v1 Four aside You, you can't go towards uh, the ball as well uh, Only allowed one goalkeeper uh, and, and one defender in the box uh, So you know it's, it's, it's interesting And uh, you can hear his passion You know clearly it's come across there It's clearly given him 
a lot of joy He's saying he's been involved for the last 10 years as well So absolutely brilliant You're trying to get Kieran back, you ever seen it? Simon, I had the privilege of going and watching Kieran and his teammates And it's fast, it's furious it's, it's... He played for Scotland, did you say? Yes played... ah, mm-hmm. So... Major championships of the. I think that they're, well, we'll get Kieran to tell us. Yeah. I think they're hoping for a first major tournament this year. Brilliant. I think that's the that Superb. that is the plan. So I think we've got Kieran back. Do we? My computer screen's doing all sorts of wild things. Great, we've got Kieran back. Uh, Kieran, we lost you just in your prime. You were saying it's been great to see how the sports changed people's lives. How's it changed yours? Well, I mean, how long do we have? As long <laughs> as you like. <laughs> well, you know, for me, I've been a wheelchair my whole life. So I've got cosy. Um and that can mean a lot of different things for me. It meant that I couldn't walk. And I've always loved football. My, my, um, I have an uncle who used to play for Celtic and Liverpool, Frank McGarvey. Um, and we were always a football family. And, and to get involved in this sport, um, I think what it's done for me is just help show that you can Sorry my dog Just went my, my face there um, <laughs> Don't worry There's always a distraction My mum's My mum's coming in To talk to me I'm doing this story um, <laughs> But uh, no but What I was trying to say was uh, I actually went to the same school And I've never been I didn't know anyone In the future And um, See getting involved In this sport I think one of the things that happened to me that really had a big impact and is the reason why I'm still here doing it is because of the fact that it kind of helped me see that being a wheelchair wasn't such a bad thing because you, you kind of... Oh my goodness, Kieran's telling such a good story and the signal is the signal seems to be coming and going. Um, inspiring stuff, Alex. Oh, it's incredible. You know, uh, clearly it's had a massive impact, Gordon. You can hear it and... Uh, as I said, said there, you're representing your your country, country as, well, as well, which well. is which is great. And uh, Gordon, we've we've covered so many topics over the year. We've had uh, walking football for for over sixties. We've had junior football, and and we've got uh, Kieran on the line now talking about power football. It's it's, it's brilliant because what the, all these <clears> things do is football is <clears> the, the the common denominator exactly. that brings everyone together. I think we do still have Kieran. We can you know technology is not always our friend. Uh, Kieran, again, you were you were just saying that it's made you realise that being in a wheelchair is not such a bad thing. I guess it's given you a sense of sort of belonging in that respect. Is that fair? Completely. I mean, that's the thing about that makes the sport so special is you grow up loving football and you, you, all you want to do is play it. And um, you know, I tried everything. I played in goals on my knees. <laughs> you know, I did that for years and damaged my knees for sure. And then this sport came about. And um, it really allowed me to meet people that were like me and it allowed me to feel that I wasn't just myself alone. And that's the thing about it is when you're in a wheelchair and you don't know anyone in a wheelchair, you kind of have this thing in your head of, maybe I'm the only, only one going through this, you know. And then um, throughout the years, going from like the wee guy that something like that to becoming one of the senior players that's trying to help other players through that, it's been quite an experience and... Now for me, the biggest thing is to make sure that it's here for when I'm gone and for, for, for the next generation. Is that why you're so passionate about promoting the game? Because you don't just play it, Kieran. You, you know, you're obviously you're joining us tonight, and you speak very passionately about growing the sport. Is that so that the next person who feels like you did doesn't doesn't have to? 
That is completely it. Yeah, I. Uh, the sport is, is is so important to me that it continues for the for the foreseeable future because I I know the impact it can have and I don't really want anyone to go through what I went through and that juggling I had and if the sport can be set up in a way that it's ready for the generations years after me to come in and fuel that community then I will have accomplished the mission but there's a long way to go because we've, we've not got enough clubs involved in like one of my dreams, yeah, you know, I've won a lot of things and accomplished a lot of things in the sport, which is great to say, but I would love to be involved in a Celtic Rangers game one day. So that's the next step then, get the big clubs involved, so to speak, for in terms of mainstream football. Tell us a bit about your club then, Kieran. What is the setup like at the moment? So who do you play for? What type of clubs are out there? Maybe tell us a bit about the international scene as well. Well, I play for Clyde, and Clyde's were the first club um, in the sport. Uh, made the start about 10 years ago, 2012 was the first tournament, the Scottish Cup, and I actually got a hat-trick in the final of the first one, I thought I'd mention that. Kieran, get it But yeah, yeah, so Clyde is, Clyde is the club that really started it up, and they have been excellent in how they stayed involved. Danny Lennon comes to our, to our uh, trophy events and stuff, and he's They've been really supportive um, throughout Scotland. You've got clubs in Edinburgh, uh, Lothian Wolves, and there's Tayside Dynamos in Dundee. Tayside Dynamos and Clyde have been kind of the, uh, I feel like, our version of Celtic Rangers for the past few years. Um, Are the big rivals? Very competitive, and we play. We actually play in February, and it's going to be uh, quite spicy, to say the least. <laughs> Same as the old firm in the uh, February signed. And then, yeah. uh, internationally, Kieran, I'm right in saying I think this is 2022, the first ever international major international competition for you guys. Yes, uh, we've had we have had friendlies against Ireland and such before, um, but next year we're going to be playing a tournament that is going to have Italy, Spain, Germany, and if we can qualify from that tournament, we'll, it, will, it will make us qualify for the the European Championships. So that's that's really the big aim. Um, we see that as a step, the step to the Euros and then the step to the World Cup. But it's a really important tournament for us and we are very focused on making sure that we get the good results. How many how many how many people would be going into the international squad there? I know it's a four aside, but how many would they actually be looking to take to an international Kieran? Well I think the most you would take is probably eight or maybe ten. Um I push. Uh, but Generally speaking, eight would be the maximum you want to take, just because obviously, for the side, you don't want to be changing the whole team to compete out of the tournament. But um, it's very much, you know, you have taken a manager number right, and as the sport's grown, the quality of the players have grown, and you know what I've loved about that is it forces you to improve, it forces you to get better. Like if if we hadn't developed what we had, I would have stayed the same way I was, you know, three or four years ago, and it was quite interesting for me because. A few years back, uh, I hadn't actually won a league title, um, which was very devastating to me, and I put a lot of work in to physically improve myself, and that was something I wanted to kind of stress here. I think people look at the sport and think there's not a lot of physical preparation or fitness to go into it, but uh, for me to get to the next level, getting fitter and sharper was a big part of that, and I think that when people look at disability, they, they tend to discard the part that we are athletes and we want to compete and um, we all have a very deep desire 
to win, which is why there's so much heat in the game. And if there ever was a Celtic Rangers game, I would worry for whoever <laughs> <laughs> Kieran, how important is it though that we that we try and continue to grow this and and shine the light? Because look, I guess a lot of funding is is required. You guys all use sort of purpose built chairs, don't you? They don't come cheap, and you know to grow the game, you're going to need people to know about it and and get money ultimately. Yeah, totally. I mean, the chairs that cost upwards of ten grand to get a chair for the to, to play at the proper speed and to play at the proper level. Um, you need to have a particular chair, and you can't get the funding for it. But like you say, it's, it's about getting the word out there because you know it is football. If you go and watch it, if I hadn't explained the rules, I think a football fan would understand it quite quickly. Um, and the truth is, you know, I'm promoting it and I'm pushing it because I know that. People would watch it. It's an exciting sport, um, and we know how much you know, football. You guys know for sure how much football is such a passionate. It's not just a sport; it's people's lives are, are dedicated to football, and and I think the more that we can showcase this, the more that I know for the fact that it will make a big difference to people's lives. Absolutely, and and, and on that, then before we let you go, because I know you're a busy man, what would your message be, Kieran? To anyone who's listening Who maybe Wants to get involved Is scared to get involved Maybe feels a bit like You used to feel um, Before you found the sport What would your message be to them? The message would be you, It will be the best decision You've ever made in your life um, For sure And you can reach out The SBFA The Scottish Powerchair Football Association We have Social media everywhere Twitter, Facebook, Instagram Reach out We'll, we'll get back to you And we'll get in touch And Direct you towards the club And <laughs> For anyone that's Taking an interest in this It's just about Pushing it And I just want people to see How dedicated these athletes are And how, how amazing The sport is And the stories behind everybody Is, is So incredible That you just You can't help but get hooked by it So I would really You know My message would be Get involved as soon as you can Because you won't regret it Brilliant You're some man Kieran. It was lovely to speak to you Take care We'll be keeping an eye on you In the coming year Thank you, Gordon. Appreciate it. Good man. That was Kieran, Power Chair Football International for Scotland. Yeah. And he doesn't necessarily need us to, to call him inspiring or, or tell him that he's inspiring Alex, but that's the reality of it. Yeah, it was inspirational. Uh, you can hear his passion there. And they, what I liked about it as well is he's trying to be inclusive. You know, there'll be people uh, out there not even aware of this. Yeah. They may well be isolated. And he's trying to look after the next generation. And I think most people involved with football are trying to pass <clears> on that legacy to the next generation. The one <clears> thing I loved about it as well, though, gone. See when he says, oh, I do for him. You just, you just get that I need to have, actually have a look at this guy He looks like the Terminator <laughs> doesn't he? he looks as if he wants to have a go So fair play him Brilliant 01419511025 Get your calls in Can be on that so- subject Can be on any subject you like Pick up the phone and let us know What is on your mind Taking your calls on Scottish football 01419511025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Simon Donnelly and Alex Ray are here 01419511025 Lots of nice feedback on Twitter uh, For a very inspirational call from Kieran Talking about power chair football How passionate he is about it How it gave him a purpose He used to feel alone Used to feel like he didn't have that um, Sporting purpose Then he found power chair football And now he's made it his life's mission To not only succeed on the pitch But to get other people involved as well So it was great to hear from Kieran And like I say That's just something That we always We try and do Where possible Shine a light um, On bits of Scottish football That don't quite get the attention 
uh, they deserve It's not always possible And we get caught up in the madness of the mainstream game And all the rest of it So it's nice to be able to do that uh, from we, time we, to we time. had a little look Simon and I It was brilliant Incredible it? Incredible You're watching the videos During the break Kieran, aren't uh, I've, I've met him through social media mm-hmm. But he's almost like an ambassador there isn't he? he's, he's, he's come into it It's like their own kind of community And now the, the best thing I took from it was He wants to leave that legacy For other people You know To get into that game So it's brilliant Yeah He's an inspirational man Thank you again to Kieran Now the calls uh, The phone lines are open Whatever you want Whether it's new signings uh, To react to that call Whatever it is Pick up the phone and let us know Now we do have a teaser for you And it's a very topical one From Stephen in Bells Hill Thank you to Stephen He wants you to name The last eight players To go directly From Rangers To Everton So the last eight To go directly from Rangers to Everton It's a pretty easy one to kick us off Naismith um, That wasn't what I was Parson. thinking But yeah, yeah there we go Okay Simon one from you Big Duncan You took the two easy ones Yes Okay we'll leave it there then Looking for the last eight To go from Rangers To Everton directly Patterson Naismith Duncan Ferguson That's three You've only got five to get And if you want to submit your question And hear it used on the show The address you need is Fulltime at Clyde1.com That's fulltime at Clyde1.com Let's bring in Brian Who's a Celtic fan What's on your mind tonight Brian? Good evening panel Yeah well what I was really wanting to talk about was the quite an amazing piece of business by Andre Postacoglu and Celtic. Um, Michael Nicholson must take great credit because if we look at Celtic's um, historical dithering, I'm going to call it, in the, in the transfer market, that's not to say they've not brought in great players at times. But these three guys, along with Kyogo, these three Japanese players are going to bring a cultural change. Now, it's it's not my own thoughts that I'm using. It's actually my son's, believe it or not. My son's favourite player was uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. And he immersed himself in all things Japanese. And uh, he's 20, uh, sorry, he's 19. And he understands um, so much about the Japanese um culture, about the way that they deal with things, the way that they train, the way that they um, uh, forward themselves to the best of their ability, that is going to permeate all the way through Celtic. If the Nakamura effect, as you saw with young players at the time when Nakamura was there, um, they, he actually made young players better. Will it make Callum McGregor a better player? Possibly yes, but you know, he's obviously a, a 10 out of 10 for Celtic and has been for a few few seasons. But what I think um, Andrew Postecoglou has picked up on is that that cultural change can make a, a, a ripple effect through players that are, you know, and we've not seen Ralston coming through, could be a Roderick being regenerated, um, Beaton being regenerated within it. That cultural change will help all the young players round about and I think these are first-team players coming in. They're not players that are saying, oh, we'll get in on the sidelines. I'm not saying Andrew's going to just sweep the board and then put them in, but I think they're first-team players, especially uh, Maeda. I think Maeda already has made one statement of intent. He said that he watched and has watched Kyoko become, for some the best forward in Scottish football, wouldn't they particularly say the best player in Scottish football right now? 
Um, Callum McGregor can uh, say he's the best. Uh, Aribo's possibly got a wee chance to say he's the best right now. But what he is is definitely the best forward player. He's the most exciting forward player. So if you add the Jota full-time and um, uh, Callum Vickers coming in as well full-time, Celtic seem to be going for this um, solid straight line of, of getting speed into the, into the game. Get, um, but that cultural, Japanese cultural change will be that things will be done better, I believe. That's an interesting one, actually, Brian, because... I know having had Mark Wilson on the show many times he, he does say that In the way that Nakamura went about his business This is not me saying they will be as good But the way he went about his business That the way he looked after himself The way that he trained that The things that he did That we just just don't do Just culturally different um, And yeah, it'll be interesting to see what impact that can have to, to rub off on people, Simon I think it's a great point Brian makes Because you're thinking about it this time of the year transfer windows are opening up and Rangers have just lost a, a young player that they, they, they nurtured to Everton uh, it's always a concern that players coming into our league will take places of youngsters you know I think going back to my time there was you know there was a, an argument there that it was kind of haltering youth but I look at it the other way I think to learn off these players You know If, if you're bringing in quality uh, And I can only speak From my experience But when I was playing And there was guys Coming into the club Like your Andy Toms And Henry Lack, They improved me as a player How they went about their business I watched it And if you're a young player You want to be learning off The best And I, th- I think these guys it's, it's a real fair point That Brian's making there uh, Again Going back to Ange He'll know exactly What he's bringing in He'll know The environment That he wants to create and yeah, that would that would work with me, you know, rubbing off well on youngsters. I mean, that clearly is there is clearly something about the whether it is the mindset, the culture that Ange Postacoglu likes. He's spoken about it before, and in case you can't tell, he signed four players, you know, from Japan. That's not to say it's the only corner of the footballing world that does things right, Alex. Sure. Of course, I don't think Brian or myself or anyone's trying to to overstate it, but. Were there times in your career where, where someone just did come in with a different way of working, yeah. different way of thinking, and it, it maybe opens your eyes? Yeah, for me it was the foreigners, uh, Gordon. You know, when particularly at the, t- the time that I joined Sunderland in '96, uh, predominantly it was uh, mostly British players. But then you get guys like Stephen Swartz and 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 the way that they kind of conduct herself, and the whole culture changed. You know, you often talk, hear about guys like Bearcamp and all that when he when about '97 when he goes there. Uh, I don't want to go back to the bad old days, but there was a drinking culture back then. So all of a sudden, you're seeing these guys are eating pasta, they're looking after themselves, they're stretching more. And, and that's nineties, that's isn't it? And then oh we've... yes, oh, we've moved on considerably, yep. Gordon. So it's about how you conduct yourself. But I think it, it doesn't matter what culture you come to. Mm-hmm. If you've got a model professional, and you've got young guys, and then even guys that have been around the block, they go, "I'm going to start looking after myself." Because for me, the older I got, the more conscious I became of trying to. Extend my career as long as possible And the only way I could do that was Take the good habits off of certain individuals And and, and align yourself to them So listen, it makes a very good point But I wouldn't be specific to say that it's just the Japanese mm. Because I think that listen, Let me put an example to you See Callum McGregor I would imagine he comes in I think Ange spoke about it in the last couple of weeks He goes about his business He does everything right Turns up right Does the re- uh, recoveries and, and everything That's the reason why you play 60 games Gordon So you don't need a guy from Japan to show you what to do So 
It's about good standards Good practice And then it can rub through uh, other, other individuals mm. um, Brian You mentioned how pleased you were To get the Business done early Do you think that Is that because Ange Postacoglu Has a strong hand After the success So far Of Kyogo I think he's able to Influence that I would imagine That uh, Ange Has A hand On the football Side of things Um and without being um, ignorant to the, I, I don't know Michael Nicholson at all, but he's, he's came in. Celtic have a manager who's identified and asked for these tools. They have then provided them early, early in the, in, the, in fact, before the window opened, the, the, the work was already done. So the ink was dry on the first or the second. That is all that Celtic fans have ever been asking for because, as I say, that dithering has cost them. Now, we were very successful with Mr Lowell and I would always, always err on the thank you very much, Mr Lowell. But we have had a history of dithering on deals that possibly you're thinking a, a, a little push would have got over the edge. It didn't happen. You wait, you wait, you wait, and you lose out on that player you know, they didn't become Celtic players, so it's all hypothetical. But my point is, Ange has identified, Michael Nicholson has moved, and the Celtic have paid the money or made these deals happen. That That is the kind of business that big teams, ambitious teams, um, you know, for want of a better word, champion-elect teams should be doing. Waiting to the last minute and dithering Always is a massive gamble. Yes, you may get whatever half a million or, or a million off the place because the player, because, but there is more of a chance that that player would be lost to another team. What I would hope is that we can identify other areas that need strengthened because this can't be the end of it. You know, the, the, these players, we need we need to get the Jota deal over the line. We need to get um, Carlton Vickers over the line. We need uh, a backup goalkeeper to um, to harp this this business of doing it quick and early, getting them in and then immersing them in what we want and need at Celtic is much better than that historic dithering. And as I say, I'm not as a Celtic supporter. I'm not unhappy with what's happened in the past because I can't be. We've won nine titles in a row. I think it's a fair point, though, Brian. That you know. Whether it's true in every single instance Perception's important, Simon There has always been a perception from people that phone this show In the time that I've been on it The Celtic take too long to get their business done Like I say, there will be cases I'm sure that contradict that But that's been the perception And that certainly is not the case here Because it's the, what is it, 5th of January And we're talking days ago And I think these transfers were more or less Finalised before the the first yeah, one yeah. It was agreed That was how quick They went about it But to answer your question I think definitely His hand has been strengthened By He's come in He's won silverware He's changed things about He's he's brought some life Back to Celtic In the way that they approach games And the way they play And Kyogo Has hit the ground running for him So He, he knows that league He's experienced with that league He knows these players And That definitely strengthened His position to go and get it done But uh, Listen, many times have we looked at over the years and people can oh, get players in, get players. They've went, they've identified them and they've got the three of them in. But I agree with Brian, I think they've got work to do with the 
the Jota thing as well Carter Vickers because these two guys have showed they're more than capable in the time they've been at Celtic it'd be good to tie them up as well and that would be that would be a successful transfer window for me on the back sorry on the back of what Simon says there I, I think Kyle Kyle goes obviously been the one that's actually given them a little bit more kudos with the board I think the fact that there's no head of recruitment Gordon since uh, Hammond left and then obviously the chief executive role has just been taken up with Michael Nicholson who's been the standing guy since the, the, the change uh, so for me, I think that's all played well into Angie's and it's partly to do with the results and the recruitment so far, which allows them to go and identify these guys early and get them in so soon. Thank you to Brian 01419511025. We're looking for the last eight players to go directly from Rangers <coughs> to Everton. Some people playing along here um, on Twitter as well. Conroy's got a cracker um, that I'm not sure you'll get because... No, I'll get um, it. It's a. I wouldn't say it's a trick answer as such, but you need to think uh, outside the box a little bit. I like Matthew's attempt. He's thrown in John Joe Kenny because he says he was one of Rangers' best players last season. Very harsh. harsh. Bit harsh. Um, Ray did well for us. Ian Durant, Gordon. Yes, that's the one. That's the one that Conroy said because it was a loan appearance, wasn't it? I just want just to show a, you that there, just there, Gordon, just at the top of the page. Durante, you yeah. went back to Rangers, then sold to he Kelly. Went for, he, right? he went uh, and loan there. I think it was to yeah, Walter. Yeah. Yeah. Alright so one, two, three, four. I'll take one more guess Yelovich Yes so five down Three to get We'll get them next Number one for football In Glasgow and the West 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Simon Donnelly And Alex Ray Stephen and Bells Hill Got in touch on the usual email address Of fulltime At Clyde1.com to ask if the guys can come up with the last eight players to go from Rangers to Everton directly. Patterson, Yelovich, Naismith, Durant, Big Duncan, as he's known anymore. Kinchelskis? No. Oh, that was my... uh, I'm going to throw another... What about Gaza? No. I'd Gaza. The only other one I can think G- of... Gary Stevens. I don't know if this was nope. the other week. Paul Rideout? Yes. Oh, what a shout that is. Okay, only two to get. We'll get them before the end. Uh, of the show Chris has called in from Newton Merns tonight what is your point for the panel Chris? Hi there guys happy new year to you all and you thank yeah, you I hope he's all doing well no it's just in relation to Kieran's phone call a wee while ago just saying that I'm, I just started refereeing the power chair football and my oh. goodness it's completely different from kind of uh, the, the running game completely the two and one and the three in the box both of those are just it's so quick it's so different it's so hard to actually spot obviously an experienced referee though We'll be able to do it much better than ourselves, but there's a whole host of us just started out because beforehand they had no kind of linesmen to run either side, um, so it was club officials that were doing it. But now that there's a big surge, they're wanting referees from all over Scotland. Um, that, that the guy that runs it came to a Glasgow meeting and got quite a few of us involved in it, and it's just it's brilliant. Other point is that there's so many age groups that can play. I think it's from age 12 to 72, and you can have anybody playing. Um, so yeah, it's just brilliant. It's, what 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 made you get involved? Chris um, So the, t- Talking to the guy I was like I, I mean I enjoyed Refereeing mainstream football But this was something different This was something I wanted to get involved in um, And seeing it It's just so inspirational Yeah well, Elaborate on that for us Because I, I said to the guys earlier I've been fortunate enough To go on and, and wa- Go along and watch it as well Do you get the sense That this is You know Changing the lives of people Like Kieran Have you managed to pick up Those experiences already Oh yeah I, I, Absolutely I mean The it's given it's, it's given the guys some time to do it, and just the the way that the game's played, it's so quick, it's so powerful, 
Um, and they're so enthusiastic playing it. It's, just, it's brilliant to see. It's brilliant to watch. It's brilliant to be a part of. Um, and to referee it, we're actually quite lucky to just see this because this game's going farther. I think it's the Champions League. There's um, the World Cup. There's the Euros. And Scotland are wanting to get teams involved in these kind of European competitions. And I also want to take um, Scottish referees into those competitions if we can if we can get to those kind of levels. So yeah, it's it's brilliant to watch and it's just it's a great, great sport to get involved in. Yeah, I think something we've always tried to, to promote at different times of, of the season, Alex, and it, yeah. it just seems really relevant just now <clears throat> because of, you know, you can't get fans in yeah. and all the rest of it is just how important football is to people and to every everyone then. You know, yeah. we're not just talking about mainstream football. If it is your walking football, if that's where you get your fix, if it is Power chair football as, as Chris has started volunteering Or Kieran was on Just so important to people You know they, they, That age old thing about it being just a game Just must be one of the, the Most ludicrous statements ever It just shows you The, the, the power of football Gordon And uh, it's interesting listening to Chris Who's gone from mainstream Because you can see The the passion The growth uh, in, in, the, in that football as well And Chris I've got a question for you I wanted to know from going from foot the the, the 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 mainstream football to the the chair power chair football that are they still as vocal uh, back chat as the, the, <laughs> as as ideas in here? You better believe it, coaches, players. That oh, the coaches are so annoying. Make a mistake. I mean, uh, I've 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 only done a couple of ones so far, and they're, they're quite lenient with you to start off with. But you can hear the groans of parents. You can hear the groans aside as well. So. Yeah, if, they make, if you make a mistake, they, they tell you. I love it. No, you, un, yeah. no uncertain time they tell you, yeah. Some game, Simon, makes a difference to everyone. Just after seeing the, the video of it there as well, I'm interested because that looked like it was in a kind of gymnasium, but the, the growth of this game, they might you know, have their own mm. specific pitches for tournaments, I would imagine, moving forward. But it's just a, a community. People that, as we listened to Kieran earlier on saying that he thought he was the only guy with, you know, and then he goes out and he meets other people mm-hmm. with a passion for football and they've got these chairs that they can go and play against each other, the, the kind of national sport, and they'll all have their teams. It, it's, it's brilliant. It actually is brilliant. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if this grows very quickly and becomes, you know, you look at the Olympics and all these different yep. things, that uh, platforms that these sports can end up on. I think this will go there as well. Just after watching 30, 40 seconds on that video there. Chris, I appreciate you getting in touch and sharing your yeah, experiences. Well that was nice of you. That was Chris uh, and Newton Mearns who was just so taken by Kieran's call uh, that he wanted to get in touch. So thanks again uh, to Chris. One other, well, there are a couple of other transfer stories today, but one that I wanted to focus on in particular is the return of Nadir Chiefchi to Scottish football. He has signed for St. Johnson. They need somebody to score goals because they've got 11 of them. Uh, in 20 league games this season You worked with them at Dundee United, Sam Yeah Closely yeah, What I, type of signing is that? I think it's a good one I think it's a good one I think uh, I spoke to him last week So I knew it was in the offing And I'm looking at the, the league As you say They've scored 11 goals That's, that's, that's a huge problem Scoring goals And I just think back to when we had Nadir I think he scored His final season for us 19 goals at Dundee United And A real physical presence A real threat A lot of ability and gave a lot of defences a lot of problems. And I actually thought moving to Celtic would have been a good move for him. Let's not go into why it didn't happen. I, I maybe didn't get as many chances as he possibly thought he would have. But he's now 27, 28, a wee bit more mature. And I think it'll be a good one. I, I wish him well. Yeah, I mean, Celtic's a, a different challenge because <laughs> you really are stepping up a level, then add in the expectation, the pressure, all that sort of stuff. 
but, but generally speaking That Dundee United spell Was clearly when he was at his, his best As far as we've seen him He had a spell at Motherwell also um, What do you need to do To get the best out of him? Well at that, that stage You had to It was it was a 24-7 uh, project You know you had to be You get players like that yeah. And if he's worth, worth the effort you, you go that extra yard with him He was young He was fiery We've seen him get into incidents Myself, Jackie, Darren Jacks, the coaching staff are constantly on at him. Uh, but he's one of the ones that's communication all the time. Had to be at that time. Now I'm not saying that's the case. Now he's 27, 28. I'd like to think he's a wee bit more mature. But I think, I think he lost a wee bit of that when he went to Celtic. I think you can sometimes get lost in maybe the size of the pool, better caliber of players. I think he really needed the arm around the shoulder and the encouragement all the time. And you know, as I say, it was worth it for us. Uh, whether that's the case now, Callum Davids so will have to, to find that out moving forward. But I think it's a good move for him. Good stage in his career, get back and playing some football and scoring goals. They need a goal scorer gone, absolutely. Since you mentioned it, scored 19 goals there. For me, uh, you know, you look at the other two teams directly above them, I think it's Dundee United in terms of goals scored and Livingston 16. So, mm. you know, they're miles off the pace yeah. and, and, and they need to... Get amongst it You know the boy Kane Stevie May They're not quite Kind of cutting it At the top end of the pitch But I think there's a bigger Bigger problem I think they need to get back To basics St Johnson as a team You know they looked a bit Fragmented the last couple of times I've seen mm. them You know they're on a terrible run And I think he's going to be allowed And and rightly so as well The board are going to Back him financially I think in terms of finances St Johnson are in a very good place They've got some Serious money in the bank uh, Because of the business they've done And it's important That they back the manager At this time now, Obviously it's a bad run But they're going to back him Can it be tough though to You know everyone's going to be looking for the Dundee United version As, as Simon says but, I mean since then Celtic and, and these parts You know Celtic, Plymouth, Motherwell I think three or four different clubs in Turkey Were talking Almost single figures or double You know just into double digits league appearances Zero goals at some yeah. you know, a, a, Two, three, four goals at others um, but I think that's part of the problem I think part of the problem is he's become a nomad He's going a, a spell here, a spell there It's not quite happened for him I think that would most certainly dent your confidence Now if you're a striker, we've mm-hmm. said was a striker But um, if you're not getting goals on a regular basis Gordon And then you're moving about here I think it's important for him just to I, I didn't realise he was only 27, 28 29 29, 29 is he? So, but yeah. he's still got his best years ahead of him You know, He's still got a, a lot to offer and if he gets it right, this could be the place because under Callum Davison, you you get a decent manager. How do they need to sort of tactically get the best <clears> out of him? Is he need someone alongside him? Is, is Chris Kane going to do a lot of running and, and work with him, or or up there on his own, or what's the best? The, the, the truth of the matter, Gordon, is I, I haven't seen Nads. I think mm-hmm. the last time I went to see him it was his spell at Motherwell when he came back mm-hmm. uh, to see how he was progressing. I haven't seen a lot of him playing recently, but. I, I know what he can do And as I say Some fits are better than others I think his confidence was dented after Celtic I think he went there And as I say Myself Working with him At close quarters For the best part of two years I was very surprised How it panned out at Celtic People were laughing He was was this, he was that For a guy who gets 19 goals With Dundee United In the Scottish Premiership He should have been doing A lot better than a, a Celtic team In my opinion But you know, he's now maybe at a stage where he wants to love football again. He wants to go and play with a smile on his face, regular, which helps any player. Mm-hmm. And I just hope this is a good fit for him. Yeah, teams are doing their business. It's not only um, St. Johnston Hibs have signed Elias Melkerson, Norwegian. 
striker Alex he's in 19 years of yep. age uh, highly rated over there in Norway So Sean Maloney is making moves early on as well Yeah, I think they paid around about 300 grand for him, Gordon Which is a few quid under the current 19? So the 19, said I So, you know, they've obviously seen there's a good potential, good talent there And the one thing about, um, you know, Maloney He will very much have his finger on the pulse He'll know what's happening Because he'll be scouring Europe as part of his remit for uh, Belgium Mm-hmm yeah, it's going to be an interesting window, that's for sure Teams are already making moves, trying to get their squad strengthened uh, And trying to make sure they're in the best possible shape for when we restart Which will, will be soon, and hopefully mm. some sort of crowd number in as well More than what we've had recently Let's finish off with this teaser And just a reminder, it's full time at Clyde1.com If you can come up with a question and you want to hear it used on the show That is where you send it Stephen and Bells <coughs> Hill did it tonight Asking for the last eight players to go directly from Rangers to Everton. You've got Nathan Patterson, Nikita Jelovic, Stephen Naismith, Ian Durant, Duncan Ferguson, Paul Rideout. Woods. No. Oh, that was my other one. Um, Gary Stephen never went back, did he? Nope. We need to give me uh, kind of time skills going. Uh, we're going way back to 91 for one of them. And let's just say this wasn't the most. Um, Want a goalie? Want a goalkeeper? No I was going to say this This wasn't the most high profile move of this player's career He had another one that probably overshadowed it So he went back to Everton Try to think, I can't think 91? 91, yeah I was down south at that time and on um, Oh Mo Johnson Mo Johnson Mo And the last one also played for Dundee United Rangers Everton he is Scottish He was a Is still a coach At St Johnston McLean Alec Cleland Alec Cleland Well done We got there in the end Thank you Simon Donnelly And Alex Ray Thanks for all your calls Your tweets And your company We're back Tomorrow The plan The plan never goes to plan At the moment Due to the way life is But the plan is for Gordon DL And Mark Wilson To join us from 6 o'clock So we'll be here in some shape or form make sure you join us as well and in the meantime you can just stay right there Jodie McCluskey's up next